action. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Your Average Critics. Um, I think- yo, 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 it's the main man, Glenn Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, I was going to say, Joe, Joe was one and done. So, yeah. Joe's out. Joe's out. Thought you know, I thought he was going to start coming more regularly. You're tearing me apart, Joe. <laughs> anyway. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. You asked us a question last week in the podcast. I can't remember for laughing what the question was. Oh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure we didn't answer it. Do you remember what the question was? Wasn't it was the trilogies? best trilogies. That was it. Yeah. Uh, so well, we answered that, though. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah we said I'll that. Like, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's come back to that at the end of the podcast. Ah, uh, okay. Go best trilogies. All right. I'll, think, I'll start thinking of them. Um, so, we've got we'll get the film news, shall we? Film news? Yeah, all right. Okay. So, Did... there's been a few trailers. What trailers? Yeah, so, so there's Maze Runner um, 3. Maze Runner yes. 3, The Death Cure. Looks uh, alright. Black Mirror Season 4. Black yes. Mirror, okay. Not seen that one. But there's the animated Spider-Man one, which yeah. is Ent- Enter the Spider-Verse, or yeah. Into the Spider-Verse? Sp- yeah, so like Spider-Verse, so it's like all the Spider-Men from different universes coming together. So like Miles, Morales, Peter Parker, and... Whoever else. A and other. Well, them two. No, them two. Them two. Them two are the same. Them two from the same universe, Mars. But there's other universes. I thought I might have been completely making this up, but I'm assuming was this the Spider-Man who was featured in the trailer? That was Mars Morales, right? There was two of them in the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure. I thought I saw one of them like going to a grave that maybe said. Peter Parker on it? Am I imagining? Uh, Maybe. Imagine you might I don't have know. Done. I didn't. I was watching it on my phone, so there wasn't much detail in it. But Maybe so, I imagine. Whoa, 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 this nah. is uh, animated series with loads of Spider-Men. It's uh, a film in it? Or well, is... spot, yeah, it's a f- uh, film. And so. it's, it is... With loads of women. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know when you go to a fancy dress party and someone's got the exact yeah, same, but yeah. they look a little bit better. Well, you're like, fuck. The, <laughs> in the old cartoon, which was, I thought was really good, uh, they did the whole episode and they had... Um, it's this old lady, I can't remember what her name is. Aunt May. June. No, it's, she's like, she has the council of the different Spider-Man from different universes and there's like a Spider-Man with like Arthur. eight arms and there's a Spider-Man with Doc Ock's uh, legs as well so, to imply the eight arms and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and there's one who has no abilities whatsoever but dressed up as Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. loads <laughs> that's of them. like so. the Batman, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's what it is really. But this is a Marvel produced one, isn't it? Am I right in thinking that? It's Sony. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's always going to be Marvel, mate. No, but I was in like... I think Sony are producing it. Okay. Probably, but then... Yeah, because I don't think really Disney take too much interest in the animated series part of it. Mm. And if they do... Maybe they should, though, because I feel like... um, I suppose... I I think it's a growing market. But I feel like... Of the animated films I've watched from both sides, I feel like DC is quite far are better. But then also DC have a lot darker than yeah, true. uh because yeah. Marvel's more lighthearted, true, isn't it? True, really, true. so yeah, I thought the Joker break his own neck. That was nuts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what one was that in? Uh, oh God, I think it was the Dark Knight Returns Part Two. Maybe. Okay, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe part one. Mm. So this is not going to relate to Venom, is it? Well, no, it's just anime. Is it actually happening? Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. And they're no. going to... Is there been any trailers? No. No, but it, he is going to be portraying Eddie Brock, who is the first Venom. But and this is I, a villain I, film, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. But Is it going to be a villain film, though? I hate when they say... It's like they said Suicide Squad was going to be a villain oh, film. But God. it wasn't really. No. I want to see. But Venom, Venom's villain always film. a villain, but yeah, it, what Venom, they might Venom do... Venom is like Carnage, isn't it? Mm. Well, Venom, Carnage is part of Venom. He's a part of Venom. That's another person? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying what actually exists, you know. Oh, yeah, there's a... Yeah, it's a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's anti-venom, venom, carnage, I think, toxin. I think there'll be... There'll be there'll, I think Peter Parker or Spider-Man will be a massive void in that film. Yeah. 
No, well, I think it's going to be his struggle with over couple. Well, having the suit and him become one because it's not a suit, is it? It's a yeah. an alien thing. Attached, yeah. So. Do you reckon it'll be R rated? They. S- no, they didn't. Say, yeah, they did say it was going to be R. Well, they want it to be R rated. Don't know some people, but I think the problem. Uh, well, they're they I saw a picture and it looked like almost they're going to do like an army background for Eddie Brock and I'm like I'm not sure he had that background and I feel like they're just going to make a story mm. which is not mind if they make a story but it seems like a very it's a story that they always use like the army story and then sight happens and then they're, then they're going to be battling with their armies the 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 effects of war. So and like stuff. Punisher then. Yeah, kind of. Some, 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 well, someone, yeah. someone posted a picture of the Venom suit, Punisher suit, but with the Venom bit over it. Cause, okay. So that's what indicated it to me. Oh, because you finished it. Yeah. yeah. Finished it. Speaking of R rated, I know you got in the thing the uh, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah, it's gone. It's proved. It's R rated. So he's gonna make a Star Wars film. He's no. Star he's Trek. written. He's, Star Trek, he's written a script which is R rated for Star Trek, and they've given the go ahead for it. He said he would not give it to them unless they make it R rated. Is he going to direct it? Uh, don't think that so. Because no. so. he said he was going to do 10 and that's it. And, yeah. And the one that... 10? Yeah, that 10 films. films. He's done 8 oh, films. Oh, in yeah. total. Yeah. Yeah. I think 10 And then the one, about the, <laughs> no, like, the one about the Manson killings is going to be his ninth. Yeah. So, But this doesn't include Kill Bill 2. I was going to yeah, say, Star Trek is way out of his... Like, well, this yeah. is it. So I don't know if it's going to... It, the thing I read implied it was going to be the cast of the current Star Trek. Really? But I can't imagine that would be the case. I can't. There'd just be a massive shootout right at the end of the I day. feel like Star Trek is one of those like innocent properties that the only reason they they can make it R rated is to forcibly make it R rated. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I feel feel like it'd be a bit out of out of character yeah. for a lot of these characters to swear. You know, like when they said F, when uh, Michael yeah, yeah. whatever her name was said the F word on it wasn't her, but yeah. Star Trek Discovery it yeah, was yeah. like a, a big hoo-ha what, about what it in a Star Trek Discovery Things what, happens 15. In, what happens in space stays in space yeah. going back to what I was saying though someone put on the internet that there might be an actual Spider-Verse um, real movie with an, and it was almost implying as if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield would come back for it Mm-hmm. Oh God! Could you imagine that? I hope that doesn't happen. Really? So they, <laughs> someone posted. I don't Tony know how true like it is. 40, isn't it? Yeah, no. I hope that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> look it doesn't look it though. It doesn't look it. So would it? we be excited for an R-rated Star Trek film? I would be. Especially Quentin Tarantino's doing it. He's usually quite good, isn't he? So. Um, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, first half of the first episode, it was it was good. I just haven't got round to because mm. I've wanted to finish other stuff first before I get onto it. But yeah, it seemed good actually. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. That does not sound like it. <laughs> they're, well, on, they're on a mid-season, mid-season break now. I'm sure the, uh, I'm sure that the humans will racially abuse the uh, aliens because that tends to happen in Quentin Tarantino films. Not aliens, but just other people. What um, so with this whole, he only wants to do ten films. What's the, what's the what's the uh, thinking behind that? Then? I think he's just a bit arrogant. I think and this it's is, like I don't know, it's a very it's a very this is a very like. Oh yeah, just do, it's like builds anticipation. Yeah, like, I'm so good. I can only like I can. But only, like each of his films is like. A film by Quentin Tarantino, or I think Hateful Eight was the eighth film by Quentin Tarantino. So he's very much the selling point, right. and I think it, I think it builds hype for his scripts and his films, and also he just like there was a bidding war for his new script because he wasn't he he like distanced himself from the Weinstein company who made his previous films. Right. So it's all like oh we've, he's only got two scripts left, like you know mm. they're gonna make a lot of money. I thought Hateful Eight was gonna be his last film. It's like. <laughs> Just still going. Yeah. I've seen Hateful Eight. I watched half of it. 
But it's very long. It's long. It's good. It's good, but it's just long. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I. Don't, I think Django's better. I really like Django. To be fair. Django, that improv scene is so dis- so good, but so disgusting. Well, like, when he cuts his hand. Yeah, and then he smears it in her face. Poor bloody woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did anyone see the Jurassic World trailer? <laughs> I didn't actually. No. no. Oh no, no, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. They're like it's all falling down, isn't it? And like all the dinosaurs are like there still. And it's very similar to the plot of the second Jurassic Park film. What a surprise! <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought it actually looked a bit crap. <laughs> the, yeah, the did. trailer. The kids aren't in it this time either, are they? Why are they so it? unoriginal these days? Huh? Why are like story writers so unoriginal? I know. I know. It's annoying. Like, so if it's not a reboot, it's like basically like we said about Star Wars Seven, which was yeah. like a. Rehash of... Yeah. I literally watched that today. <laughs> Why? Because I, I grilled it so much last week that I thought, okay, let me watch it. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Were you being harsh? I was being a little harsh, but I was still right. <laughs> I was still right. So There's got... a scene in it. There's a scene in it and it really bugged me. And then she's, the girl's fighting Kylo Ren and she's on par with him and I'm like, well, this is mad because... She's a rookie, and he's like meant to be some master Jedi who's killed bare people. Kylo Ren's a fantastic name, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love Kylo But literally, they're fighting, and they've got their swords up against each other, and then she suddenly just closes her eyes for a good minute, and she's like, just waiting for the force to kick in. Mm. And then she suddenly just does something and knocks him away, and I'm like, Kylo Ren, you could have literally just got your sword and gone, or got your fist and punched her in the face or something. But I was just like, oh, is that it's bare jarring. Is that girl the one who's the lead in the next film? Yeah, she's uh, Ray. Yeah. And I'm um, assuming Finn, who's John Baker's character, is also going to be. So what did I remember his name, Chris? No, no, I normally say Josh Boyega, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more. Mm. Uh, uh, Millie. No? What's this? Who's this? the girl's name? What? No, no, I was thinking the other dude. Oh. The X-Men fighter pilot. Oh, Poe? Poe Dameron. Poe, yeah. Bear Green's in this pack of three busters, mate. Is, that, is, that, is that a good day for you? Little victories, mate. Oh. <laughs> they do packets of uh, uh, twos now. They do like bags where you can get two, two colours. Oh, the bags, yeah. Mm. So my favourites are the red and... Purple, and they do that back. So. Shout out for pastels. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it, what was it just? Oh, uh, yeah. Star Wars. It was good, but like I said before, it's just a massive rehash. So your expectations for the Last Jedi quite low. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm because of how bad I saw Seven. I'm like they can't possibly relate because up so what was it how do we describe it last week it's them just uh doing it fan for the fans aren't they i don't think they there's there's nothing they can do now that they need to bring that yeah to i don't know the wording that i need to come out my mouth but it's yeah not paying fan service anymore no that's it so i think it's going to be good i think luke skywalker's part and it's going to be irrelevant uh okay just because if um me as someone who hasn't watched Star Wars before, if I watched Star Wars Seven, do you think I'd think it was crap? But if I, if someone, someone who hadn't nah. watched it, I think someone, I, who it didn't, is... someone who didn't know it was a rehash of four, I think you would enjoy, enjoy the um, the story and the yeah. action and the effects, mm. but you wouldn't get the full appreciation for the film. Okay. It's like what we will talk about soon is. If you watch the Disaster Artist and you haven't seen the room, mm. you will probably enjoy the film, but you won't appreciate the full kind of mm. depth of, of what the film's talking yeah. about. Mm. I think you could probably avoid Star Wars one, two, and three. Yeah, they're not needed. Be- they're not that relevant. Unless to this, but unless number eight implies that Snork is one of the characters from the original three trilogy, the, the the second 
one, two, three. But I think you you also I think as you watched it you'd enjoy it, but you'd also think at parts like I have thought now watching it again like there's stupid parts in it mm. like when obviously when she's closing her eyes and doing absolutely nothing mm. and then there's like a part where you just think like there's there's this guy who is so powerful that he's now become an apprentice to the dark the dark side the Sith whatever. And he's just been beaten by someone who's never done touched the stuff before in her life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, obviously, you've got to do that because of film progression. But I'm pretty sure they never did it in the the, the original free trilogy, A New Hope, uh, whatever the other two are called as well. Return no, of the Jedi. You never got like Luke because obviously he was just picked up when he. Yeah. But obviously, he was the son of Darth Vader, so he's got it in his blood. But yeah. true. He was but, the promised but, one, wasn't he? But this yeah. is the thing. Like the first film, I, I don't think he really got he did, to grips. He did nothing. Yeah. He, he got shot by that plastic thing. Yeah, that's it. So, and then the second film, I think he started picking up, and the third film is a boss man with it. Like, but still wasn't boss enough to do anything about it. Really. He still got destroyed. Yeah. yeah. If you watched the Force Awakens, you wouldn't get the the kind of hype around Han Solo, Chewie, Leia and Luke. And R2-D2 and C3. Yeah, so when those kind of, when those characters appear, Mm. like, everyone in cinema is like, oh, you know, because it recalls the old trilogy, but you'd probably start, I don't know. Have you seen any Star Wars films? So Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. And Rogue One. Oh yeah, Rogue One, yeah. Uh, So, so what's the next one you're going to watch? Well, I feel like I sh- I want I, I do want to. Watch- it's going to watch number eight. Well, yeah, it's like, it's one to road one to number eight. You like the iPhone or Windows? Yeah. Well, seven's on Netflix, so yeah. So I might watch that before uh, before thingy. First, I do have I do I did say I was going to lend you the. Yeah, I completely forgot to do that. Lend I do. I do. I'm gonna lie. Until Thursday, I haven't really got time to watch it. Fair enough. So, alright. Um, back to trailers. We just watched Alita: Battle Angel. That. Is the story? I don't really know. Maybe she's some sort of like android. Android thing. Yeah. She's got huge eyes. eyes. Do you yeah. remember that film that it's came out a couple of years ago? Big eyes or something about the painter. Oh, so boring. They, they had like big eyes in that. Yeah. Did you see that film? No. Oh my you went god. Cinema, didn't I you? did. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I mean, she's got like overly sized eyes. She looks like something out of a Pixar film. Mm. And I'm just like, what the hell is going Who on? Who made Who's Who's directing or who's. Robert Rodriguez. Who's that? Who's he, he did Spy Kids, Machete. Spy um, Kids, they've got some big eye characters, haven't they? Don't know, not. Well, they've got monstrous she's characters. She's a robot. So if you're going to create a robot, do you want it to look exactly like But she looks human? like she's got yeah, a Snapchat filter on her yeah, face all you? the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, I suppose if she sticks her tongue out, she'll get a dog tongue. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean it looked visually alright, but I feel like look watching it, the um, the plot looks very basic. So like, I think they said, oh yeah, one of the guys was like, someone people are gonna come after you, and she was like, why? And I was like, I literally before Sue said why, I was like, I know exactly what he said. Oh, so because you're special or something like that. And that's exactly what he said. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, I'll probably watch it because it looks kind of interesting, and I don't really know what it is, um, but. I feel like the plot's going to be very cyclical. Yeah, it's a typical sci-fi plot. Yeah. Even like Blade Runner's pretty similar to that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't watch it. It looks like it would have been a very expensive film to make. Mm. And I don't, it looks also like the film that won't make back that much money. Mm. Um, there was a trailer for Jessica Jones season two as well. All right. That's, that. Yeah, so he's coming out in March, I believe. Or May. can't quite remember. March. March, yeah. So it just... The thing is, Kilgrave's back, isn't he? Or is he just a figment of her imagination? He's... He, He's in the IMDb bit, but I don't know what he's. He, he wasn't. It was a more of a teaser trailer because she was just jumping about, pushing stuff about, getting I angry. Season one still. I think I only watched nine episodes, but I just really wasn't enjoying it. 
it's hard when you don't enjoy it, but you want to finish it because you know there's going to be other For stuff. Continuity yeah. reasons. And especially if she ends up being in Avengers as well, which... What? Well, well, I thought, when, we, when the original cast list came out, I'm near convinced that all of them characters are named in the cast list. I'm sure of it. Wow. But, but it doesn't look like it from the trailers, does it? So, and they have changed their game strategy since then, haven't they? Because mm. they're going to do part one, part two. Now it's going to be two like, separate films, isn't it? Mm. So. Oh, you haven't watched any of those Marvel ones, have you? No, man. No, sir. No? Fair what enough. did you think of The Punisher? Um, I thought it was alright. I thought it was decent. Go for it. I thought it was okay. Um, I'll try, I'll try to, I probably need to rejig my, my list of you know, top to bottom. But it was a bit samey. Um, he was obviously... There were points where I was kind of like... Why are they? Why is he going after these people? Because obviously, like in Daredevil two, he killed season two. He killed all these people. Yeah. And we thought, okay, this is that's his yeah. like redemption, and he's got away. And then he's like, oh no, actually, these aren't the people who are responsible for this. It's actually yeah. these people. And there's was thinking like, so, so what's so that? Just everyone was against you. I just didn't really. I don't know. I didn't really rate it. Um, Cam Page is an asshole. Why? Um, she's a bit smug. I'm just like, oh god. I was just like, it was so annoying. And she seems, she seems to be very. This is what, this is what, this is what annoys me the most. Of she seems to be. There seems to be like a little bit of chemistry between her and Punisher, and she didn't go out with Matt Murdock because he was Daredevil. Yeah. And you're going, and Matt Murdock doesn't kill people. Yeah. And you know he's protecting the city, or whatever. Uh, uh, fucking hell, what's his name? Frank Castle just goes out and you know. Obviously, he's murdering these people who are bad people, but he is just, you know, killing these people cold blood. And, like, obviously, there was a lot of people who he killed who, you know, like, foot soldiers, not, like, the actual bad people, just people who are going to, like, mm. twisted. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's a point where... Um, he's like, I don't want to kill the soldiers. Because, yeah, I don't want to kill a soldier. I was like, how many soldiers have you killed? Like, especially when he's in the woods with um, Gun Gunner or whatever. Yeah, Gunner, yeah. He just, yeah, Fits took out, hand. like, ten special ops. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's in, it was definitely interesting to watch. And... I enjoyed the less, the like the growing the growing relationship between him and Micro. Mm. They're kind she of like a bad boy. <laughs> they're kind of like um bromance that's not a bromance. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Did you not feel sorry for Micro? Because at Frank, what point? Well, all the time because he just treats him like shit, and then I thought he was gonna like fuck his wife. I just... thought he was gonna fuck. His wife. <laughs> I genuinely thought he was gonna fuck his wife, and then come back and be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But but just like, to... Every time Mike opens his mouth, he gets punched. Or he's like, shut up! Yeah. It's like, oh, come on. Um, Angry Frank is just a bit... Leave it. It's a bit, it's a, it's a bit of a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Angry Frank, he's like... <gasps> like even when, yeah. he's, when he's, when he's like, trying, to kill people, trying to kill people, he just like, every like, couple of minutes, he'll just be like... <gasps> and I'm just like, shut up, bro. Like, <laughs> you, don't to, you don't need to do all this, extra, all this extra stuff, you know. Just use your knife, use your gun, do whatever you need to do. Um... The last episode, the when the episode when um, Ra- William Rawlings was like torturing him, I was like, this is fucking a bit gruesome, isn't it? And then like obviously like uh, he kills him in that, which I was pretty happy about. I was like, cool, you can die. And then uh, Madani, she was annoying. Um, I thought she died in the last episode. So did I. She <laughs> shot her in the head. She got shot in the head. Frank Cast got shot in the head. They both lived. And, pff, yeah. Although, what do you think? Like when he put Grace. Grace is that guy's Yeah, place. so that guy's Jigsaw, right? Yeah, I don't know what... So, really, like, what I was wondering at what point, because I know he's got a fucked up face in it, so I was wondering at what point. What did he do and, to his face? And he scraped it across broken glass. Broken glass, yeah. 
and he got shot in the mouth of a bullet. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so Jigsaw's a big character in Marvel, was he? I've never heard of him. Maybe they should cross over with the Saw franchise. Mm. <laughs> That's the thing I was like. Maybe does. They mentioned. Uh, they mentioned. Um, he was saying all, all, like throughout the series, like about his having a pretty face. Da, 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 da. So I was thinking, okay, at some point his face is gonna get fucked up. But I thought it happened a bit earlier, and then obviously he'd be angry that his face was fucked up, and then try and kill Frank. I don't know. Obviously, it wasn't that vain. Yeah. Um, but this whole like leaving it open for a second season. Oh yeah. Like, I really want it. Like, yeah. Like. Oh, I'm gonna watch you die, Russo. And then obviously you got a chance to kill him, and you're like, no, actually I'm gonna let you live. So, oh, for God's sake, let's yeah. Him. Why didn't he just, just kill him? Kill him. Like, just... And it's the thing, like, there's they're all like a band of brothers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'd never betray him. He betrays him just for like money, which I know yeah. is obviously a big. That was that is the shittiest part. That is like one of the worst parts of it all. Like, the the reasoning behind betrayal, the betrayal. Yeah. Like this guy was in the family, and he all of a sudden, okay, yeah, fine, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'd happily done. see Frank Castle as part of Daredevil again, or as a part of the other. I just series. don't. I don't, I don't. I'm not bothered about seeing Ed Pan- Punisher again. To be honest, it's done. I agree with you. Yeah, like, why would you? He doesn't need no to need. be a character. There's maybe no make a cameo once, maybe. Just like, save someone's life. Yeah, but you even that should have been a film instead. No, I think it was fine as a series, but it could have been a film but, though. Yeah, it could have been a film. But it's too long. Maybe not thirteen mm. episodes. Maybe eight or ten. Yeah. Well, you think about it, okay. in a film, you could cut out the whole bit with the kid going a bit um, crazy. I, actually, I, like, I, like, I, I, did, I did like, I like it, but like, if you were like to make Lewis, a film, you can, Lewis, you, can, yeah. you, can, you can cut out Lewis's part. You could probably cut out the part about him going to the therapy with his mate and just have it all about him versus the army, essentially. Yeah. But, but like, you, you need to have them like, be... Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did quite... I actually quite... The episode that culminates in, in Lewis blowing himself up, I actually quite like that episode. When they do different angles. Different angles, yeah. yeah that's I thought good. that was actually... It's probably, probably the episode I enjoyed most out of the whole season. Maybe that and, like, the, the third episode, I think. But, yeah, no, it was good. Um, not great. Solid, you know. Mm. 6.5, 7. Cool. Decent. Mm. What do we think about Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu? What's the it, point? A Pikachu detective film. Pikachu only says one fucking word, doesn't it? Pikachu! Well, well, in the new Pokemon movie, I Choose You, he says, Ash goes, why don't yeah. you want to get in the ball? That would be and so then, funny. And then, he, and then Pikachu He's just... Like, fuck off. No, <laughs> Pikachu goes, <laughs> he goes, because yeah. I always want to be with you. Oh my god, that's yeah. disgusting. And every, everyone in the cinema is like, yeah. what? Pikachu <laughs> should not speak. No, he should think it might be like, um, so you know Vin Diesel was his group? And they, so like, I mean that is and ridiculous. They, and they tell him like, oh, this is what we want Groot to be saying. So he so he changes the inflictions of how he says I'm Groot. So maybe they're gonna why just gonna, you maybe they're gonna do that for Ryan Reynolds. Maybe they're just gonna say Pikachu. In Pika, Pika, Pikachu. Yeah, why you get someone like Vin Diesel to voice someone who just says I am Groot? <laughs> like, come on, and you're he gets paid the most out of all of them as well, doesn't they? What? Yeah, I mean he doesn't even do the seed like the uh, mm. motion capture. Mm. But yeah, I don't really care for I'm not Pikachu speaking. Cool. Well, let's get up to the film. So wait, who voiced Baby Groot? Vin Diesel. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He was like, now you're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Um, yeah, so what have we watched this week? I think we should talk about The Room first. Yes, so I recommended you watch The Room before the disaster rights came out. You're, you're a terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... That was I the quickest thought... you lot have ever got together to watch a film. 
Well, he said I, didn't, cause I, knew, I, I knew I wasn't going to watch it otherwise. I was like, we have to watch this. My cinema screen was out. Yeah, Chris got the projector out yeah. also. So oh, it's great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we all thought it was going to be a porno. Uh, every oh, yeah. five what? minute interval. He lost <laughs> his first, eyes, he? first 20 minutes, there was like five sex scenes, and I was like, we were like what's happening? <laughs> we were like, we were literally, we were like, I feel like within the first 10 minutes, literally each was at least one. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, this, the film was. So uh, there was a point as well the, where the we Johnny thought, all American hero from New Orleans. <laughs> no, so that was the uh, bit where he goes on top of the roof and he's like, "I did not hear her. I, I did, did not. not. I did oh, not. Yeah. Hi, I do know what. Hi, Mike. <laughs> I actually. Was it Mark? Mark. Mark. Mark I actually prefer the way James Franco did it. Then uh, Tommy uh, Wiseau did it. Yeah. He was like, I did not. Like, he probably elongated yeah. I did not. I thought that was funnier than the actual. <laughs> I one. did not hit her. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. No, I did it, not. There was a part in the film where he, it's not Mark he's talking to, it's Mike. And he's just like, I think they're playing basketball. And then he goes to shake Mike's hand and you just started cracking up at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's in the alley. No, it's in the alley. Oh, yeah, yeah in the alley. And they're just fucking. He turns around. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns. Oh, <laughs> this film is so dumb. Like I just. So what? I just, try and try and explain uh, the plot. The plot. There isn't one. So it's uh, Johnny, all American hero. It's not about Johnny that I feel. I feel it, it's more about the it, the who's Lisa. girl, Lisa. Lisa. It's, it's all about Lisa. So Johnny is this, you know, well-to-do geezer. Making good money in wherever they live in LA, lives, yeah, or wherever it is. San Francisco. He's about it? to marry this woman called Lisa, Lisa. Um, but Lisa is cheating on Johnny with his best friend, Mark. <laughs> yeah, and then he, uh, in the end, Johnny finds out and kills himself. Yeah. Okay. So now we've got the plot of the way. We can talk about how ridiculous this film is. <laughs> I, there are so many scenes in this film. What I'm literally like, what was the idea? Yeah. Like. Especially for me, especially for me, looking back on it, the scene where they were in tuxedos. Yeah, and they're just yeah. Where are they going? We, we thought they were going to go and get I married. Thought, I thought it was the wedding. Yeah. Where yeah. are they going? And, and then, then, oh, and then chuck a football around. And then they went and then they then they were in the calf together. John, uh, Tommy, um, was it Tommy? Is his name Tommy? Yeah. Uh, well, Tommy's the actor. Who's he playing? Johnny. 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 God, that's he's, like he's like, Johnny. 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 Sex life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, but when thingy, uh Mark's about to bloody kill that guy off the roof and. So yeah. I was talking to I was talking to Tom Pickford's brother, and he said that the character who plays that um, guy actually changes actor midway through the film. Really? Or, there's a character that changes midway what, through. The, the, the therapist. Yeah. I think, I don't know. You know the guy who comes up to her at the end and goes, "You've got to tell him about it." I think that's the same that's character. Well, that's the thing. There's people that just. I'm not appear and not no, introduced and then just disappear. But that's what I think. I think that's the same character. Uh, he did. I mean, if you've seen the disaster rise, he did fire a couple of people. Like, did he? Yeah. Uh, um, okay. But so, do I, you said something. Didn't you say something about someone like opening a door and not closing a door? Is, or is it like Danny or Danny? Danny? But he does close the door, doesn't he? Well, not There's a lot. That he doesn't. There's a lot. Like so, he opens it and everyone's like, "Shut the fucking door, Danny." <laughs> You know the kid who plays Danny? Yeah. He's actually older than Lisa in that film. Lisa, really? Lisa, they, they do they that. Do that yeah, yeah. Lisa, 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 Lisa is 20. <laughs> how old am I supposed to be? He's like, I'll like, your age. He's like, yeah, just play your age. He's like, I'm oh, 26. He's like, yeah, play your age, 15, 16. He's like, I'm 26. <laughs> Lisa's 21 in that. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, oh, that's the, that is so weird, that part, when he's, uh, he's uh, on the roof with uh, Johnny and he's like, I really love her. She... I want to marry her. Yeah. She's going to be my wife one day. And he's like, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> she loves you like a son. Like kind of, I don't know what she actually said, but that was just the weirdest scene yeah. ever. Like, no, but what about when the when the grandmother was like, I've got breast cancer, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, no, you don't. What? Yeah. She's, she's just dismisses it. She's like, Johnny's such a bastard. Just... And then it could never come. The breast cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so and, shit. It was. Amazing. And the endless <laughs> tracking shots. Got panning around San Francisco, the Golden yeah. Gate Bridge. Like, it was just that you know it's the exact same fit footage they're oh, using. Man, and everybody goes into the fucking um, florist, and then she's like, Oh, hi, Johnny, didn't yeah. realize it was you. She said, You're my favorite customer. And you go, <laughs> you know, like, Hi, Dougie. He looked like he was miming a lot of Oh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was dubbed. It is dubbed. Yeah. I thought so. It Why? Kind of looked like because. Boy. Um, because was so his shy. accent is so not American. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's from New Orleans. Well, he had an interview on, um, was it Jimmy Kimmel? No. Just carry on. It was, uh, on one of the US shows, he, he was on there with James Franco. And he actually announced there that he was actually, well, like, where he was from and everything. And I can't remember where did he said Yeah. What did he say? What did he say? Uh... Yeah, that's it. So James Franco didn't even know. And then on this presenter show, he said he think he said he was from Poland. Okay. okay. And that he lived, then lived and moved to somewhere. Fair enough. But he did not. He because they asked. They wanted to ask him three questions. That was one of them. And then one of them was, well, how did you get the six million? But they didn't ask that in the end because he just avoided yeah, it. Yeah, apparently he's some sort of real estate, but no one really knows. And then like he's always like in the, in the disaster artist anyway. Like, Greg's hysterics. always like, so how old are you, Tommy? He's like, I'm Greg age, I'm Greg age. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, that's the number one. Like, so you're 19? Yeah. <laughs> then he had that billboard up for like yeah, two years, five years. I think it was five years. And then they've re-put one up for the, the disaster artist. Mm. And that number used to go... To his voicemail. To his voicemail. Mm. And it'd say... But he only put it in one cinema, room. didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paid for it to be in like, the cinema for like two weeks or something like that. So yeah. he could get Oscar nominated. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then in 2012, something must have happened. And then the cult... Like, everyone... The, it becoming a cult film happened. Because that's when he got all his money. I saw it in, in 2012? I think it's 2012 or 2010. Or was it 2002? No, it came out. It was released in 03. 03, yeah. So on IMDb, there was a thing saying that he made like. I mean, I was at one of those screenings, yeah. and him and Greg, Greg Sestero were there, and he is so odd. Mm. And I don't know whether he's now like Playing performing it. as an odd person or whether that's how he genuinely is. Mm. But he would like, he would not answer anyone's questions like straight. Mm. Like you know, they'd be like, oh, so because oh, one of the questions is. Does the gun that Johnny uses at the end of the room to kill himself, is that the gun that they take from the drug dealer, right? Chris R. And he goes, huh, what do you think? He's, and he goes, huh, um, Johnny American Hero, or something like that. He just just keeps chatting so much shit. Mm. And I was just, I, it was actually annoying me. I was just like, just fucking answer the question. Mm. Even but, that Chris R thing with the uh, Denny was like, oh yeah, I've been involved with drugs, something like that. And then you just never hear yeah. about that again. Like, did the drug dealer get his money? Yeah. Like, what do they do with the drug? Like, everything's so like God. just so inconsequential. It is terrible. So, what I want to know is right. So, can we? Can we are, we are we? Is there anything else you guys want to say about? Are we? Can room? we talk about the disaster? You are artist? more than welcome to talk about. Are you going to watch? it? Yeah, oh. I'm going to watch it. Uh, we. It's not really spoilers though, because no, that's true. It's what happens no, in the film. <laughs> so, the disaster artist is James Franco's uh, kind of telling of the story behind the room. Um, it's based on a book which was written by Greg, by Greg Sestero called uh, The Disaster Artist, My 40, Life in the Room. Which is 40% true, apparently. Is that it? 
in so when it does happen, he like starts getting really upset because people are laughing. Obviously, it's ah. supposed to be a comedy film. Yeah. So he's like, oh, everyone's laughing at me, sort of thing. But then, uh, Greg turns like gets him to be like kind of happy again. I like. I actually quite liked the the how the way they portrayed their relationship. Yeah. I thought they were they have they seem they seem to have obviously outside of the parts where they were fighting, they seem to have quite like a good. They had had quite a good friendship. Obviously, Tommy's quite like you know out there and odd and eccentric. Yeah. But, like Greg manages to like. Kind of like, because obviously like um, things that uh, Tommy, Tommy's quite like, Tommy? Yeah, sorry. He's quite brazen and just like, you know, really confident and just says whatever. And obviously the film, the way they portrayed it start the film, Greg wasn't that. Like he was really like quite meek, like wasn't a good actor, didn't show any emotion. So obviously like he helped him in that sort of, that sort of um, capacity, like with the acting. And then obviously that blossomed into a friendship, which is good. Like obviously it was nice at the end credits to see like, oh yeah, they're still friends and they chat every day and all stuff like that. Yeah, that was pretty, that was they have done fun. another film together as well, which came out this year. I haven't oh, seen really? it. It's called oh. Best Friends. Mm. Oh yeah, nice. I saw about that. But um, I was gonna say, is uh, what's his name again? The the young the kid. Greg. Yeah. Greg is Greg portrayed as odd like Tommy. No, no. He's just okay. a regular Normal. guy. Normal. And what? How do they portray Lisa? Because I'm assuming in an environment like really, that, she's not. Not really. I mean, it's quite bizarre, really, to exclude I mean, you from see, it. You see behind the scenes, like, actors and camera operators being like, what's the point of this scene? Yeah. Or, you know, uh, I think that the what, woman who plays Lisa's mum's like, does the breast cancer come back? And he goes, no, it's plot twist. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. It's good to know that peop- the people involved with this film yeah. knew that it was shit. Yeah. And then, like, you see, like, <laughs> yeah. you know the part where Greg goes... Oh yeah, she had like twelve guys and got beaten up, and then Tommy just goes, ha, 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 "Good one, Mark." That was funny. And then you see like, and again, you don't know how much. Wait, this what? Is true. So she had. No, there's. Do you remember that scene on the roof? And like, right. Greg's talking about some. I think I don't know. If, I think, don't think it is to do with Lisa, but someone he knew, he knew yeah. got beaten up because um, she slept around. Yeah. Right. And like this is when Lisa's accused Tommy of beating her up, and then. Tommy just goes, ha ha, good story, Mark. Oh, right. Like, in the film, The Disaster Artist, and we don't know how much this is true, but the camera operators are like, can you just, this is a serious moment, why are you laughing? And he goes, it's human nature or something. And anyway, they do like four takes and he keeps laughing. And in the end, they just go, fuck it, we'll just move on. Mm. So... There was kind of I think I think the people in it knew it was shit, yeah. and even like there's a part where Seth Rogen goes to the bank to cash his first oh, yeah, check, he and he's like, "This actually cleared." Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the guy in the bank, I just think that bit was really about the bank guy saying, "Oh yeah, this money's like a bottomless pit." Nah, I don't no, think. I think, I think that's to yeah, because yeah, he spent like six million of his own money. Yeah. Him. How much did he pay them? Did he pay them well then? All these people. I don't know, well, must, you know, it must have. I think there's an industry minimum that you can give. Did you um, actually? Could you actually saw the disasters? Did you think it was laugh out loud funny? Like, it was when we watched the room. Um, I there were a couple moments that were quite laugh out funny. There was a lot of people who were laughing a lot more than I was. But I feel like it was people who were like you know really like into you know, the room. into the film. Yeah. yeah. So they were like laughing like couple like bare stuff. I mean, there was quite there was there were a few decent moments where I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty jokes. I think but the, it was, thought it was a good film. Though. Are you glad that you've seen the room? Yeah, cause it because because a lot of the a, com- a lot of the comedy is knowing the scenes that they are recreating, yeah, yeah. and even like during the credits, you see the scene from the room and the scene that they recreate. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how like accurate it is. They're um, really good. They're they're really they're really spot on. James Franco is a sick actor. I mean, the first what I quite liked about the Disasterized is they don't, whilst it is kind of taking the piss out of Tommy Wiseau, 
But it's also quite um, kind of sentimental and quite respectful of him. Like, it portrays him as, like, someone who can get upset, mm. um, but does get angry. And it's it's kind of sympathetic in that way. Um, like, obviously, when he gets upset at the yeah. end, I think, uh, yeah, you know, kind of, that's what I would, you know, if, if I made something like a film or even like this podcast and people hated it, yeah. it would, I think it would really like affect me. Yeah. And it, it's not just, he's not just there as like a figure of ridicule. Yeah. He is like a real person and does have like genuine emotions, even though he is really odd. Yeah. Um, so and, that was quite good. Sorry, man. No and one the bits up. <laughs> no one fucking <laughs> listens to it. <laughs> and the bits where like, obviously like he's jealous of, um, yeah. Uh, Greg's relationship with, with his girlfriend. Amber, yeah. Yeah. So like uh, at one point, um, he moves in with his Greg moves in with his girlfriend Amber and um basically him and him and uh, Tommy just fall out because Tommy's uh, Tommy's like he's like, Oh you're you're not gonna be my friend anymore because we're not living together anymore, yeah. that sort of thing. So it seems, it seems quite childish, but then at the same time I was kind of like obviously I kinda of get it because he's probably like his only like proper friend at that yeah. at that time. So like I kinda of, I did like the way they portrayed the emotion. I liked the way they portrayed um so that he did like a um oh, he, he kind of had like a way of like I don't know, like kind of like galvanizing, galvanizing people, especially like Greg to go and do something because he was yeah. just like he was like to him because like points where Greg was kind of like oh this is so hard like we're gonna give up sort of thing and he's kind of like, no we have to do this like they do like a sort of pinky promise thing, but, like yeah we have to do this. Obviously he makes a script and he does all that stuff and like he does like a speech to on like the first day of filming does like a whole speech to the crew which was I don't know if that was accurate but it was a really good speech to like you know get people get them all hyped up for the start of the film obviously before it all went to shit. But um, yeah, and, I, and to be fair, I did kind of see where Tommy was coming from at some point because obviously not the bit where they were like, oh yeah, we like we're not. Um, there's no water, blah blah blah. Obviously, you should give your you should give your staff and actors water and you know habitable conditions and stuff like that. Don't know how true that is as well, but I imagine there's probably some actual accuracy to it. But the point I'm trying to make, sorry, is uh, the bits where you know he's got all the camera crew and. Greg and the actors all like slagging him off basically and at the end of the day like he's bought your equipment he's paid for your equipment he's uh, giving you a salary do you know what I mean he's giving you a job and then you're still sat there you know, slagging off behind camera I mean yeah although yeah. if that thing about Malcolm in the Middle is true then yeah. that's horrible yeah. what's that? so like um, the, his girlfriend Amber does Pilates with Brian Cranston and then they bump into each other in a coffee right, shop who's girlfriend here? Uh, Greg Sesteros right. and he's like oh my god it's Brian Cranston like Malcolm in the Middle is like one of my favourite shows mm-hmm. and then Amber's like oh I, I know him from Pilates and she's like hey Brian and then anyway she's like oh yeah you know Greg's an up and coming actor and then um, at this point Greg's got a beard and like a checkered shirt on he's like oh we, we need a lumberjack for an upcoming episode of Malcolm like you know you're around next Thursday or whatever come and do it anyway so like in the room like there's a scene where Greg shaves and um, or needs to be clean shaven anyway so Greg goes up to Tommy and is like oh you know do you mind if we postpone this scene till next week like, you know it'd be great for me to be able to do the Malcolm in the middle and then Tommy's like no you need to shave it off and he shaves it off and I assume he doesn't get the Malcolm in the yeah. middle bit because of that yeah. which would be horrible mm. like a friend wouldn't do that no. but then also like the timing of it makes me kind of think it's kind of Hollywoodized. do you know what I mean maybe so or you could wear a fake beard that's true so I don't know how true that is, but I mean that was 
if that's true, then that's horrible. Yeah. You know, fucking up someone's potential career because yeah, just because of who that. played Brian Cranston in the film? Brian, Brian Cranston. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. right. There were so many famous people. Yeah, it's got bear cameras. Like look, there was like three people from um, the league in it. I think uh, Rafi. Uh, Andre, oh yeah, Steph Rogan was in it as well. Yeah, um, and people like that were in it. I was thinking, like, oh. yeah, you got um, uh, who, Kevin Smith does a bit in it. Kristen Bell, uh, Bob, uh, Odenkirk. That's the one. Uh, he's better call Saul. Uh, I don't know. Is it spoilers? Like if we name all these famous people, oh, really? yeah. who's Zac Efron's in it? Oh yeah, Josh Hutchinson, <laughs> like. <laughs> Even okay. when I was reading the cast list, there were famous people in it that I hadn't spotted. Yeah. And I was like, what, what the fuck? I want to be torture again. I didn't spot Bob, um, Bob Odenkirk. No. Just, oh, Tommy was actually in it as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Didn't he play a cameo of someone? He does. That's. All the Franco brothers are in right it. at the end. Oh. All three of the Franco brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know what the, what the third brother looks like. No. He was like a mini cameo, apparently. But I thought James. Oh. No, you don't know what he looks like. Really yeah. James Franco's performance was really good. I thought he was very good. Mm. Yeah. Um. Sorry, yeah, it's something to do with James Franco, but Karen, Karen. No, no, what is it? No, it's completely off topic. It was... I was pretty much done. I was, was going to say, someone put a post on Instagram the other day saying that Green Goblin is the best uh, Marvel villain that they've seen so far. What do you think of that? That's Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down Loki. In my opinion. In my humble opinion. Mm. Alright, after Loki. I don't know. I, I really like James Franco in that. But no, I feel no, like not, James, not James Franco. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. He was oh. good. He was good, yeah. He was good. He'd be, oh, James he'd Franco be a good Joker, it. I think. Mm. He's got that face, in it? They do yeah. loads of pictures of him with uh, the like, white makeup and oh, stuff yeah? on yeah. the screen. Oh, question. Question. Tell me what so, you think about me. <laughs> um, sorry, completely blanking. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you've got um, after, after Justice League and, you know, they're going to bring out, they want to bring out a solo Batman film. Do you think it would be better if they did it like, like lower budget? Yeah. More like gritty, like human ground. Yeah. Because it's Matt Reeves directing it, and he did yeah. Cloverfield, which was like a low budget kind of monster movie. Like if they did some, and also Ben Affleck's not going to be in it, is he? Is, is he that, not? Is that confirmed now? So well, I think Matt Reeves said he wants to recast, and then oh shame. Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben, Affleck's, shame. ben Affleck's been looking for a way out anyway. Uh, Apparently, Ben. This is what I read. Ben Affleck's going to be in Flashpoint. But then won't be in the solo Batman film. I suppose they could do is that when the they Batman fix. Film, I'll say it's the Batman film after Flashpoint. Yeah, I think so. Well, Which could, they could just they could just do wreck on him. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. That's a good way. That's a good way to reboot it. To be honest. How? How though? Because what do you mean? Unless they have his dad. Like you know they're going to want to go play. Yeah, Negan. but Flashpoint is when the dad yeah does become Batman. But when they when he fixes it all. Batman's Batman again. You could just tweak it. Yeah, but it could be Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Oh please no. Oh, no, don't make it Jake Gyllenhaal, please. Why? Oh, no. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I don't care. I don't care if you like Jake Gyllenhaal. Do I you like not like Jake? I do, but I expect some quite big guy can playing not, Batman. Can you not, you know... Have you seen... Nah. Tom Hardy was in it. Look, wedge for them. Have you seen Southpaw? Jake yeah, but he's still like black. he's still skinny. Like, I'm talking but Ben like Affleck a... was never big before he changed. Yeah, but Ben Affleck had that physique, and, also, and then he got muscly. You probably had the same reaction when you heard Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. No, I said Ben Affleck was going to be good. I'm, you, I'm sure. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but the podcast that we talk about it, I said I think he'd be a good Batman. We did the podcast after um, Batman Superman came out, so probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't have talked about it. <laughs> yeah, we started <laughs> this after. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Unless you've been a part of another podcast. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm sure, I, I'm sure before, because I, I always used to say, um, but my reasoning was different. My reasoning was that he's a f- big fan of the films, mm. so I think he'll play it better. Mm. But I'm of the belief that the stature of the, some of these cast, the castings is... Oh, I don't mom. understand why these uh, like actors and actresses get into it and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to be Batman. Two films in, oh, I really want to get out of that's this. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? Yeah. You, it's probably going to be a big money spender and exactly. get loads of films out of it. That's yeah. why they do it, isn't exactly. it? Yeah. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming Affleck has signed a contract here for so many films as well. Yeah. Maybe it's, but like, maybe, maybe maybe it's like a mutual thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, maybe. actually these films aren't doing well. Maybe they want to go back to like a younger Batman. Well, this is... I, I mean, that's the only thing that... Probably wasn't great is that they started with an older Batman. But Would you like to see a younger Batman? Maybe like not. how young? Like, maybe like not. training maybe. up. Like Superman's. Well, the, obviously Superman's probably really old. But you know Superman's age ish. You know. Thirties. Like yeah. Yeah. The um the 40s. guy basically the DC equivalent of Kevin Feige has stepped down, and they've replaced heard, him with someone else. I heard that. Really? I don't know what his name is or who's replaced him, but yeah. that's also a big thing for the DC EU. Um, interesting. Yeah. We talk about DCU too much, so let's move on. Yeah, and he's back on Marvel, yeah. isn't it? Anyway, Holly, what have you been watching? Uh, well, you can go on to Marvel or whatever. So I was watching uh, X Men last night. Yeah, Days yeah. yeah. of Future Past. Past. That's the one. Yeah. Do you like it? Have you seen it before? I've seen it before, but it's on really shit quality on on computer screen. Oh yeah, on the legal thing that you watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 that perfectly legal, <laughs> that perfectly legal video that I watched. Just yeah, your yeah, like TV. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it was, it, was, it was good to actually see it in the pixels. Um, it was alright. I, I, it's, you know, backwards, forwards with the future and the past and the present. I was really confused by the end. You know. Yeah. The they were sticking to because we've talked about this before about time traveling films and that you've got to be solely related to the time travel aspect. And I think they're trying to be in that, but I was just lost it. Well, you could have a universal time travel rule. Yeah, yeah. everyone can just follow it. Yeah, well, well, do you know? I thought that. So I read something today, and it was uh, listing all the strongest Marvel and DC characters, and they. uh, It's not a legit. That is someone's opinion, and they put, they put um, Storm up there. Yeah? Yeah, she's like an Omega level, which is, I think the one below highest level you can be because she can control whether she can do whatever I just thought to myself she's that strong because she had not just crushed one of those machines with like a massive impact of air just being like (laughs) like that kind of thing she was really underused and I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that I mean uh, Magneto can move any metal they look quite metallic these robots yeah but I assume they used a the metal that was not. Maybe. They just. I do like the film, but there are points. There's a lot of plot holes in that film. I think. And then, have you watched? A, has any of you watched a Rogue Edition? Yeah. It's so much longer for so no, no reason whatsoever. Literally. So oh, you know, really. Was Rogue in the film you watched? Uh no, I don't think she's in it. So basically, the Kitty who's doing the brain doing the thing. Yeah. Don't know what power she's got to be able to do that for <laughs> one yeah. and two. She's like in the rogue edition. She's like where getting tired, so they have to somehow get rogue out of a place, bring her back over here, and then switch place. Take Kitty's power and switch places. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why the hell yeah. did you do this? Have you seen Apocalypse? X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? Certainly, I have. Yeah. yeah uh, like no, it. I didn't. Didn't really like it. Yeah, no, it's man. Not, not I thought it was cool though because he reminded me of. Um, did you ever watch Heroes with Silo? Yeah. When he like yeah. takes their power. <laughs> 
Yeah, it reminds me of that. Mm. I think, cool. yeah, I thought it'd be bigger, like you know, apocalypse. Well, he's, he's, just, he's just like a regular sized guy, and just then he blue, does get bigger. He's just a blue dude. Well, isn't this like Thanos? Is he just going to be a purple dude? Well, like... well, well. The thing is, he's meant to be really powerful, like this apocalypse. I know it wasn't this, but you kind of saw him as a joke. Yeah, he, he did really remind me of Doctor Ooze from Power Rangers movie. <laughs> like, I was just like, what the hell's happening here? And I, I'm, I'm hoping the next one's better because it's about Dark Phoenix. So, yeah. fingers crossed. And talking about them, you seen the new? Did we talk about the latest bid for f- the studios the other no. day? Sixty billion. Sixty. Well, that's because first of all, didn't you say it's like two I, billion? And no, I, I said like, I said sixty million. I think someone did a typo on their thing, so uh, I'm like sixty million. Yeah. Oh, like, fucking no! Yeah, 60, you, get, you get two thirds of a Paul Pogba. I feel for like that. you might have said six billion. Six billion was Star Wars. Oh, no, I, maybe I said six hundred million, because then I know I was like, I justified it by saying that they want to sell it, not that they want to buy it, kind of yeah. thing. So who's this Disney buying? Uh, Fox Studios. Fox. But then I read something the other day, so it's gonna apparently be done and dusted by Christmas. That'll be a sick Christmas present. Yeah, and then but apparently they're not giving all the rights over, and I was like, surely if you're paying sixty million or billion even, you would take every right to every superhero film. Is this just... No, the whole Fox Studios. So, like, Simpsons and mm. all that? Yeah, yeah. Family Guy, I assume. Well, Family Guy... Is Fox, isn't it? It is Fox, but it... I don't want that. He could move I'm across... Can... Nah, not I think it's the, they're going to take everything, though. It's not going to be like... I'm not a fan. It's, de- it's still going to be like the same people in the films and stuff and the same well, people. Well, you hope so. Yeah, it's the thing, you hope um, so, but it no. might not be. I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't like all the... You I, just don't want Logan played by someone else, do you? I mean, I don't. Well, well <laughs> I don't. Did you, he but, came out again saying that he would, he would come back for an Marvel. MCU film. That'd be decent. Uh, as That'd Wolverine. Decent. But well, um, Thingy won't come back. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, he won't okay. come back. But like, my point is, um, I just don't... I just don't it's like when people, it's like when people say, um, "Oh yeah, we should get um, Joss Whedon to do uh, the DC films, or we should make the DC films more of our films." I don't want everything to be the same. I don't yeah. want everything to be under like one umbrella, no. and you just bring in that different versions of basically the same thing. I would like things to be distinct and different. Like I like this for this reason, and this for that reasons. Yeah, I see. I see. I can't go back, backtrack now because I was saying that yeah, you should get Josh Whedon in, or just get him in for like bits, like to do the funny bits in the films. Mm. But after watching the films, I'm like, the funny bits were funny. Mm. But after hearing about all the stuff that Zack Snyder would have had in, exactly. yeah. I kind of want to see it. it. Really like, as much as I hate on the guy, he's done some good things, and there were some good things that could have come from this film. <laughs> Managed to get back to DCU. Yeah, <laughs> so <I know>. <laughs> It's just such a hot topic, though, isn't it? It's such a hot topic. Well, like, yeah. So, so, sorry, Chris, we finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So this deal, yeah. I just, I mean, obviously, it's probably gonna. I'm assuming it's basically yeah. gonna happen now. Yeah. It's too just, much. It will be too much of a monopoly. Yeah. Because I Disney know. will own pretty much. Well, they'll have Pixar. They'll have Star Wars. They'll have Marvel. Yeah, but there's six major studios, isn't there? Apparently. Well, this will make it five. Well, I read somewhere yet yeah, that there were six major studios, and that this is gonna make it four, and I was like. Someone's either done bad maths here, or Fox owns, or or Fox owns something else as well, which is a major studio. I don't know. So who would it be? It'd be Universal. It'd be Paramount. Disney, it'd Sony. Be Disney, Sony. Are Sony big? They're one of the big. They ones. Like, they've films, got like James Bond franchise oh, and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, but it, even that seems dead, doesn't it? James Bond. That's. He true. don't do those anymore, does he? Those, those no, films. he's doing one more. One more. One more. Um, Did, is there, what about the Weinstein company? Are they a big company? Or is that no, like, they, is were that one, they were owned by, owned by. Um, we, we uh, we I, <laughs> I think they were owned by 
They were bought by Disney in the 90s and I think they may have been sold on again because it was Miramax and then the Weinstein Company. Uh, Maybe he's um, never seen James Bond. Disgusting. Any of them. <laughs> Casino Royale was sick. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah. Although I was really baffled when he was knocking in with a... There was like rope. Yeah. I assume there was a spark at the end of it. He was, he was just hitting his testes. Yeah, I was like, flipping hell, mate. Like, I've been doing this before but I feel like Daniel Craig doesn't look what I think James Bond should look like. And I See, I like, think the reverse. Really? I think he is. Yeah. I feel like typically it should. Who played him before? You think it's suave, like Sean Bosnick. Connery or something? Like, 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 yeah, I feel like he, he looks like James, what James Bond, I feel like, would look so like. So you want a suave, like. Yeah. Typical looking like British. Kind of like. Typical old school British looking guy. Yeah, yeah. Kennedy yeah. Cumberbatch, isn't it? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, God. God. Uh, I feel like yeah. uh, the Daniel Craig just. I don't know. He just kind of looks always really old and really grumpy. It's a bit rough he's around like, the edges. He's not very really sexy, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you want and, a sexy Bond. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, what's his face? Like, uh, what's his name? The American one. Uh, Gerald Harris? Butler. Oh, Gerald. Like, he always keeps getting work like, in his roles. I'm just like, you're not sexy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what's it? You're not, you're not sexy. So, so when you, if, you, if you do ever decide to watch all, what, 21 Bond films or whatever? 21. 24. 24, yeah. So there's like, there's a point where Sean Connery stops doing, Sean Connery? Stops doing it and another bloke takes over but I can't remember his name. Well, it was Connery. I don't know if this is in order. George Lazenby did it. George Lazenby won. Yeah, so he was meant to do a series of them. And then Sean Connery was like, I'll come back. And so they just got rid of him and did Sean Connery again. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> then there's Roger Moore. Then Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. And then Has there only been like five Bonds? No, it's been like, I think no, two more no. before. There's like I've seven Definitely there. forgotten some. But there are also some that aren't canon within it. Like, yeah. there is a Casino Royale which was made in the 60s. Yeah. But it wasn't produced by Eon or something so it's yeah, not because M I don't know if she's been in every single one the Judy Dench yeah but she's been in loads of them like since Sean Connery I think no no no, no Piers Brosnan she was in all the Piers, Piers Brosnan's ones and then she's kind of it's kind of as if they've taken over they have just Q changed. the old guy who was playing Q John Cleese John Cleese was but, they, but they've continued it now so like someone's, yeah, cause they all... someone's taken over from M kind of thing she's... so that it all, they all used to be kind of um, anthological so mm. like each one would just be different they never really related and then from Casino Royale they've mm. all been like sequential that's what they could do for your Avengers or your DC or whatever you know not have a continuous story and not like have oh, no, loads no. and then bring out like the same story so like sticking um, Ian McKellen as Magneto and then sticking with it but there's a new Magneto like every movie Ooh, mm, no. uh, I find it so hard to keep track. Like, how <laughs> very dare you? <laughs> anyway, and he talk- brought it back. He brought it back. Like, you love I'm it. For well, someone who doesn't like comic book films, you well, talk. You talk them. Tell us about. We need. We need. I think you need to watch the James Bond film. I think you like it with all this. I've got. I've got sexy ladies. Casino, I think I've got Casino Royale on DVD. Oh, that it. is the best one in my opinion. Okay, I'll, I'll, I think the the I'll latest one's pretty good though. Spectre. Yeah. yeah, go back to Goldfinger. Can like I? All of them. Sorry, Proper quickly. Can I proclaim now? Next podcast, no superhero talk. Ooh. No super, can we? Can we? Can we? Can we agree on that? Obviously, we can, Star Wars, we can try. Okay. But that doesn't really count. We can try because I feel like we do talk about it. Too I ain't much. here for the next one. So you do a Christmas one, and then how you can't you can't possibly talk about Super Heroes for Christmas. Well, you could probably <laughs> we could probably manage it. I'm not gonna. The only thing I'll say is, can we maybe say don't talk about Super Heroes, but we can talk about the studios, maybe because it might be bought by then. But then we'll just we'll seg- we will naturally segue onto Super Heroes. I'll just do a quick snippet. I'll just do a quick snippet. I'll be like, guys. Disney bought Fox get, for this, 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 and seconds. that's it. Yeah. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> so, uh, sticking on new releases, I watched Daddy's Home 2, 
which are you gonna see it? Yes, I want to see it. Okay, so if you really want, if you really want to see it this week, I'll go and see it with I you. I won't this go week. into spoilers, but it's basically so. Daddy's Home was the story of Will Ferrell, who is basically the stepdad to Mark Wahlberg's kids, and then Mark Wahlberg doesn't like it. You know, he's like, "Oh, you're taking my." Kids away, Mark Wahlberg's is very like macho man and Will Ferrell is this more effete man. And so he's like, you know, you're basically turning my kids into pussies. Uh, by the end of the film, they, they're friends. And then um, Mark, Wal- Mark Yeah, exactly. Mark Wahlberg's uh, new girlfriend, her, her daughter's real father turns out to be John Cena, who's even more fucking macho than <laughs> uh, say, Mark Wahlberg. The mum is fit. Which mum? Isn't there only one mum? No, there's... Two at least, but isn't there's the like, main one and then Mark Wahlberg's new squeeze? Oh, the the main one, the one who plays uh, Velma in the Scooby Doo movies. Is that who it is? Or, or is Jeremy Renner's wife in? <laughs> gonna bring it back in Avengers Two. No, Captain America Civil War. Oh really? Yeah. Didn't notice that. So Daddy's Home Two is basically up to the dads. Dad squared. Granddads. It's yeah, the granddads come. So Mel, Mel Gibson's back. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson plays Mark Wahlberg's dad, and then John Lithgow plays Will Ferrell's dad. Uh, and then it's basically like a family Christmas. They're co-dadding, and then the plot is that Mel Gibson basically just keeps poking Mark Wahlberg, trying to cause a rift between him yeah. and uh, Will Ferrell. Being like, oh yeah, this Kodad thing, is it 50 50 or you know? Um, and yeah. <sighs> is this it wasn't the first film that Mel Gibson's done in a while? Like... In a while, because he directed Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, yeah. I think he did in a couple of like indie it's a, films. It's a strange film to be like, I literally to be released to see. I was, you know. I was watching it and I was like, why the fuck are you in this film, Mel Gibson? <laughs> like, did you really need that much money? Like, well, who else could do like a. Arnie. Masculine. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Granddad. There, oh, yeah. there are bigger sellouts than Mel Gibson. That, <laughs> oh my God, could have been get all the Expendables back. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, you know, it's interesting about their comments on masculinity. Okay. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it just wasn't very Arnie funny. Arnie is Mark Wahlberg's dad, isn't it? That, that goes so well. Wait, it's John Cena. You've got Cena's. to be stronger. <laughs> but John Cena's dad in it? No, which I think they missed a trick. John Cena is in it, but they... I thought... So... There's a part, and this isn't really a spoiler, where they go to the cinema and um, there's a new Liam Neeson film on and it's called, like, I don't know, something about torpedoes in Christmas and they all watch it. And I thought it would be really good if it turns out that Liam Neeson is John Cena. Oh, that is sick! <laughs> because, like, oh. Liam Neeson is badass. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but it didn't happen. But, I mean, there is, like, John Cena's funny in it because he's obviously, like, he's this big, like, wrestler. Yeah. But he... In the film, it's like his favorite song ever is um, uh, that Live Aid song. Uh, Christmas one. Oh, no, yeah, Feed oh. the World. Yeah. And then like it comes on, he's like, "I'll listen to this shit in August. I don't even care." <laughs> that is like the funniest line in the film. Um, it's not very funny overall. Really? Yeah. No, it doesn't well, if you found the first one funny, you probably find this one funny. But they just reuse gags to the point that they're like, "Oh my god, stop fucking using this gag," and it's just that. Because Glenn has a gag reflex. Yeah, I do. Yeah, can't fit much down there. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't recommend it, but you might enjoy it. Well, I. Well, if you want to see it this week, I'll come comedy again. comedy Christmas movie. I'm there. If it's still in the cinema, I'd be really surprised. Well, it only came out like a week and a half ago, didn't it? Yeah, I think it came out the cinema, especially Beckenham. I'm trying. They, I'm trying to book oh, tickets they... for Star Wars past the twenty eighth of December. It's not happening. What Star Wars? Yeah, in Beckenham. No, just in general. Seriously? In Southampton. No, 
They probably haven't got. They must not have the. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. The schedule out yet. But they've. But, they've, they've, there but they, I could book tickets for the Amazing Showman mm. on like the thirtieth. But there aren't any you're, you're screenings uh, currently. I mean, maybe they want to see how well it does. But I mean, this film's gonna fucking smash. So, anyway. I saw a film for fucking mm, film. I saw a trailer for bloody um. Pitch Perfect 3. Yeah, they're back pitches. God. Yeah. It looks so... I'm annoyed, yeah, because they did, like, one little uh, acapella version of a song. I was like, oh, I really want to listen to the rest of this song. But I know the rest of the whole film's going to be awful. So, yeah, You're going to watch it for the poll. I might, I, might, I might just get the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Screen Unseen this Monday? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's Monday. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I can. Did you not watch Briggs Be Bear, didn't you? Right? I watched Briggs Be Bear. Mark Hamill's in that, isn't he? Oh, you want to know this? Luke Skywalker. The dad. Yeah. So, yeah. What did you watch? Briggs Be Bear. Did you talk about that on this? I can't remember. I feel like I told you about it. Yeah. But I don't think you're the bus yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you talked about it because I do not remember this. Yeah. And I'm sure you would have made a Mark Hamill comment. Maybe. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Was it good? I thought I would have thought it was What's really it about? It's about a... Um, uh, so the way the film starts, like, it's this. So I thought initially that it was kind of like this, um, maybe like post, maybe not post-apocalyptic, but maybe like there was some sort of like, maybe like war going on or something like that. Yeah. Basically, these people were kind of like locked away in uh, this house, like, uh, like boarded up sort of thing. And um, this guy, the main character, I can't remember his name for the life of me. Uh, Sees his dad like yeah, see you see his dad like leave to go to work. I'm assuming he's got like a gaff mask on, so I'm thinking like maybe the air is like toxic or something like that. And then like maybe a couple minutes later, oh this kid's like obsessed with this TV show called Brigsby Bear, and he's like doing all these like you know formulas and calculations, and like Brigsby Bear could get to the moon and save the planet if he does this, 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 and all stuff like that. He's like talking to some people on this forum on his computer. And then like a uh, couple minutes later, uh, the police raid his house at night, and um, they arrest the parents. And they take the kid. Uh, I say kid. He's like thirty. They take they take the guy out yeah, into his car and they start driving away. And he's like holding his breath because he thinks the air is toxic. And obviously the policemen are all like calm. Like you can, you know, you can breathe. The air is fine. That opens the windows. So like, yeah, you can do whatever. Turns out that um, these two uh, these two parents abducted this guy, this uh, boy, when he was a baby, and they've been keeping him uh, in the in the house for like thirty years. Obviously telling him that like the air is toxic. You're not allowed to go outside for fear of getting caught and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, he goes, basically, it's about him, uh, kind of, like, adjusting, he goes back to his uh, actual regular family and, basically, it's about him adjusting to, you know, to life on the outside world because he's obviously not used to pretty much any of it. Um, and, obviously, there's a lot of things that he does differently, like, he, uh, him and his family used to shake, they used to shake hands before they had dinner. So, like, <laughs> when he goes back to uh, the thing, you know, like, <laughs> before it's like, like, he, like, gets up, shakes hands, like, May all of us uh, like, says something like, may all of us ha- uh, be smarter tomorrow than we are today or something like that and sits back down and starts <laughs> And they were like, oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so then he's like, he is like, oh, um, can I get any tapes or bit DVDs of Brigsby Bear? And they're like, what's that? Basically, the dad made up Brigsby Bear. Like, it's, it's literally like over like 2,000 episodes or something like that. The dad um, filmed and made the scripts for all of them. The fake dad, sorry, not the real dad. Um, and uh, showed him that to try and like you know you know how like uh, kids are supposed to like, teach, teach you things that sort of thing so mm. you kind of like say oh uh, Briggs Bear says have a pleasant day and always wash your hands and stuff like that uh, so he's like basically like saying he basically the aim of the film his aim of the film is to 
Creator brings me a movie to end the series, as he says. And his par- his real parents don't want him to do that because it's kind of like keeping him attached to this world where he was abducted and they're abducted? Yeah, abducted. And they were like, Yeah, we don't want you to we're, we're kinda of wanting to like separate that part of your life and move on. Obviously he doesn't want to do that because he loves Brooksby Bear so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically him like trying to fit in, make friends he's got a sister as well, trying to make makes friends with his sister's friends and you know, there's quite a few funny moments along the way. Um he there's a bit uh, where he's talking about the script of uh, the Brigsby Bear film and uh, he's basically talking about his uh, his fake mum and dad saying like, oh yeah, uh, he wants them, he doesn't want them to go to prison because they didn't really do anything that bad in his eyes. So yeah. And it's, 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 a, it's a pretty decent film. He makes the film in the end and obviously it's like a big success and everybody loves it and yeah, it's good. It's a good film. Watch it it. Sounds really odd. Did he get abused it's by these people? No, no. It's not that odd. Obviously, you know, the premise of it is odd, but the actual film itself isn't that odd. And, you know, it's kind of charming. You know? How old was he? 30? 30, like 30, yeah. Yeah, it was decent. Mm. Mm. Cool. All right, all right, all right. What have you been watching? Have we watching Non-Marvel stuff. Shaun of the Dead or Revolution, mate? Shaun of the Dead. Oh, either or, mate. Either or. Tell us about both. Shaun of the Dead. Classic Brit film. Love it. Obi? Uh, end of the world zombie apocalypse where are you going to the pub or Tesco down to the Winchester mate <laughs> is it the Winchester I'll go Wix Wix yeah other DIY shops are available because it's like <laughs> lo- loads there's of, no like, food there though there's, 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 no, there's, there's no food in Wix or like a Walmart or something don't really need weapons Walmart. Eh? build yourself something <laughs> as no, you want somewhere where there's just loads of food yeah yeah, I was going to talk somewhere where there's food. Obviously, in Tesco, if you go up to the warehouse now, they've got a lot of machines in that. So True. Yeah, could run over some zombies with the machines. And it's open 24 hours, so Definitely. you're not going to get there and it's shut. Well, these are like... You and everyone else is going to be doing that, though. These are like, you know, spastic zombies where they're just like... Super, like, <laughs> like, really slow as opposed to uh, like yeah. World War Z zombies. Does it hold up? Like, do you keep what you watch it and it's still funny? Yes, man. Although, to be fair, I didn't watch it for a long time because I had nightmares. Because I walked in on my brother watching it when I was younger and I thought this was real. Oh, oh my God. Like, I couldn't sleep for like fucking years. <laughs> I had nightmares of it. Um, and like, ever since I was like afraid of zombie movies. But like, growing up, I don't know. Growing up, yeah. Love it, man. What do you I, think? I missed out. It's the scene where the guy gets like ripped apart. Um, and he gets like pulled out, out of the pub and he's getting yeah. and they're eating him whilst he's still alive oh, I saw that and I was like no, no. it's just so funny when <laughs> yeah. he's, and he's like even like zombie Ed he's like sorry he's like what Ed he's like oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh for fuck's sake and then when he keeps Ed at the end isn't it yeah what do you think of a possible Shaun of the Dead 2 and Hot Fuzz 2 really yeah. Like, just, they've made a script. No way. Yeah. Leave it. It's done. Leave it. Because uh, they didn't really finish the Cornetto trilogy with a bang, really. That that last film was a bit of a... Yeah, was I always considered Paul was like their third film. I feel like if you wanted to do it, you probably could, because Paul was a good way to end that trilogy, but there was no Cornetto in it, I don't believe, so... No. There wasn't much of a Cornetto in the world then, but... It was a rapper, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, what, what would you say yes to Sean Dead Two, Hot Fuzz Two? I'd I'd say yes to any of those two writing a film and being in it, starring it as they like. Yeah. As, as they are, because they have such a chemistry. Yeah. Um, I'd like them to make another like, film, but not. Simon Pegg's gone off and he's done like quite a few other things, anyway. Star Trek, he's, like in Star Trek, and like I'd like to see more of Nick Frost, but I don't know if he's. 
Just not been in the mainstream, like as, as Simon Pegg has. Mm. Yeah, I think Simon Pegg's left him behind a bit. Because <laughs> yeah, he does Star Trek, he does Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible, and he writes for Star Trek as well, I think, and he writes other stuff. Yeah. But then I assume Nick Frost does write stuff as well. He's done a, he's done a, a couple of things. Yeah. He was in Attack the Block, wasn't he? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Flipping out. Yeah. yeah. So he's still funny. Still funny, always funny. What about Evolution. What is that? You didn't like it. What were you I, no, I, it? I think it's alright. I just prefer the cartoon. So the cartoon the was of, sick. That's the plot of evolution. Plot of evolution. So there is a meteorite that goes into Arizona in in a small like town in the US. Um, so a couple of scientists from the local college go there. They want to check it out and get uh, like claim to fame for it. But soon they start to realise that actually this is because it's extraterrestrial it's like spreading ridiculously quickly and it's evolving Um, and then the US government get involved and they try and contain it but they actually make it 10 times worse 100 times worse trying to you know classic Americans solve it with violence and guns and napalm yeah Um, so it turns around that you know the guys from the college find a I wouldn't say a cure but like the, the way to kill it Hmm. Um, stop the extinction of humankind. Is it a comedy? Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's not a serious <laughs> film. Is there a bit if I remember like someone's like hanging out of a car or something or I can't remember like oh, I haven't watched it in years. It was on this morning. Was That's it? how I watched oh, it. Yeah. Mate. But whenever it is on, I'm always up for it. I'm like yes, because it's just so stupid. It's funny. <laughs> Obi's just uh, showing us some pornos. <laughs> I might watch that actually when when this. Well, is... Nah, evolution. <laughs> nah, evolution, evolution. What have you been watching? Uh, I finished watching Limitless, the TV series. Yeah. You said they they uh, got picked up by someone. Uh, yeah, Amazon apparently have picked it up because he got shopped around and nothing got picked up. But I don't know if it's a continuation. Who was um, doing it before? Who was making it before? Don't know. I don't know, because I'm watching it. Is on... Bradley Cooper still in it? So Bradley Cooper's in it, and he's in quite a few episodes, actually. So the whole idea of it is that uh, NZT, uh, the pill that that he takes in the movie, is he's he's got a cure for it, but like, obviously he's keeping that to himself. And then this guy gets hold of... I can't remember the first few episodes, because I watched them ages ago, but he gets hold of the NZT. Uh, Bradley Cooper then wants to use him and says that like, I'll give you the shot if you help me out. So and then he starts working for the FBI. This guy, and he when Bradley Cooper wants him to do stuff, he does stuff. But then he gets a bit sick of it. His handler starts figuring it all out, and then basically Bradley Cooper's just like so ahead of everyone because he's upgraded his pill and he's got the the thing. He never has to take an injection ever again. He's Got it all because like, there's a scene where someone tries to kill Bradley Cooper from like miles and miles away, and Bradley Cooper's like, he essentially could hear the click of the gun, and he's like, well, if I move two inches this way, it will just graze me, and I'll look better in the newspaper. And I think, and I was like, maybe that's a bit too far. So what is it like a thriller or a drama? It's a it's what? a detective. So the guy, uh, Brian. Takes NZ- so the FBI give him one NZT pill every day and then they solve cases together. Oh, so that's so why the- can't other FBI agents just take it? Because if the- you take it, you can die oh. unless you get the injection. And they CBS. don't. CBS. Huh? CBS. CBS. And they don't know he's getting the injection. Ah. So they just assume he's immune. Okay. And then, like, there's a big fiasco, and basically they try and take down. Because at this point, Brad Cooper's the senator, or and he's trying to become prime minister. No, president, sorry. Yeah. 
and this other guy who used to work with him like goes rogue and basically they can't prove that Bradley Cooper's done it or anything so they get the other guy and then that's where the series ends okay so, so it's just good. one series one series yeah I, think, I thought it was decent like it wasn't great it was good yeah but you'd watch another one I'd watch another one yeah because I'd like to see how they continue mm. I thought it was a film it was yeah. and then they t- this is a TV series exactly it's like the opposite normally TV shows become films but now there's a lot of films yeah but they TV. stuck with Bradley Cooper as yeah as the main guy who's kept the pills and made the cure and everything so um, yeah. and what's a gin uh, I think that's I don't know Asian Asian basically it's this anime and basically when so there's only certain people who are, who are this yeah? yeah and basically when they get killed they can come back to life but they can create this Respond like mm. well but they can create this like ghost like creature but us normal humans couldn't see it but the other people who've got Asians can see it and basically there's this one ex-army guy who just wants to literally you think originally he just wants equal rights for these people, but he actually just like playing games and like fucking people shit like up. And this kid is just like, well, I just want to live an ordinary life, so I'm just going to try and take this man down. And basically it's just this story of them taking this man down. And then there's loads of limitations to these things. So like you can only have your... you So they can bring him out without dying. But they can only last like five minutes, and then once you've u- once you've used one, it takes ages to recover and make another one. These things. So there's different ghosts. Yeah. So yeah. So you can keep bringing them up. So once it gets destroyed, once you've like, got whatever it is again, you can make another one. Is it the same one? Yeah, it's the same one. Is it like a Patronus charm? <laughs> I don't know, mate. But uh, basically, and if you knock him in, if you smash the the ghost's head, it disappears. Okay. Right and. He his his he's learning how to control it because originally it does the opposite of what he says, and then he certainly learns how to control it. But the main characters are like, unique to everyone else. Like he can cr- keep creating them while other people once they've created one, it takes them ages to like recreate it. And then the last episode of the series, he creates like fifty at once, which is impossible. But then yeah, so that it's it's a good series. It's that's season two of it as well. So and I think the season three is coming out. Okay. What does that mean, Ajin? That is what they call them. It might be like Japanese for ghost or something. Yeah, maybe. Don't know. Or a shadow, because it looks more like a shadowy character. Hmm. Yeah. Do you ever watch like, anim- like classic anime films? Like, um, How's Moving, Mo- Moving yeah, Castle? Yeah, or My Neighbor Totoro. I want to watch that. Oh, I've got it on DVD. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll it you. Yeah, it's, I think I just spoke about so it. So with the giant hamster looking thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a really kind of inoffensive film like I mean I didn't I mean I appreciated it but it's for like four year olds uh, yeah I, I watch it like if it's on Netflix I tend to watch it and then like on the sites I watch like Dragon Ball Super or Baruto or stuff like that I'll watch other things like if it pops up but um, that, the thing that Obi watched that time the uh, is it Va- not Van Housen the vampire guy mm. I watched all that that was interesting I feel like it didn't really answer a lot of questions mm-hmm. and it was it's Essentially, kind of pointless because, mm. but I watched that and that was interesting. I thought because they do so many different things that obviously you can't do in real life, so it's mm. quite interesting to watch it and see how it um, all unravels. Okay, so, yeah. Should we talk about Mudbound? Sure, if you don't mind us, if you haven't seen it, I keep forgetting that we're even watching it. So, so what is Mudbound? So, Mudbound is a film about uh, um, a basically these two separate families on a farm 
in like the 1940s, I'm assuming, in America. See, I thought it was even older than that, but then... Originally, I, that's what yeah, I thought. I thought, I thought it was like 1800s. I thought it was during the slave trade, Yeah, but it's not, is it? But yeah, no. So, um, basically, uh, both families have a family member who goes away to war. Um, and then, obviously, the two... Uh, so, one family's black, one family's white. Mm-hmm. Um, the two come back and, like, you know, they're dealing with... Uh, uh, life after war, you know, mm-hmm. PTSD and all stuff like that. Um, we've got this uh, white family, basically. Uh, I can't remember people's names. Jamie Henry. Henry's the man. Henry's the... Henry's Mac- the McAllister? Mac- McAllister? Mm. Is it? That's her name? I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. The white family, basically, the... It, the um, it kind of... It's... Uh, the way it ends is the way it starts. So... Um, yeah. Yeah, so you get... Uh, it kind of like all circles back around, of course. Um, so yeah, this uh, basically this this guy Henry has um, basically uphauls his uh, his family to own a farm because his his dream was always to own a farm. So I don't know what job he had before. He seems but, to be doing all right. Though. Yeah, he seems to be doing okay for themselves. But they decide to move to this farm, and he basically they said we're going to buy this farm and we're going to live in this house near the farm. But basically, he gets swindled for the house. Like, the guy sold the house to two people and somebody was already living there. Hmm. So, yeah, they had to live in, like, some little, like, outhouse, like, right next to the farm. Like, proper, like, shit and dingy and whatever. And basically, uh, his wife is unhappy. She doesn't enjoy it, uh, living there. And what her wife is in love with uh, Henry's brother, who is the one who went to war and comes yeah. back. Which is pretty obvious from, like... The Quite first scene, the yeah. first scene they were in together, where they were they like did like so they had like a little slow dance. How many Mississippis did she have on him? Mate, they, 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 were, they were slow dancing, so it's bare Mississippis. Um, so yeah, and the other family, black family, they were already working on the farm before uh, the wherever their names are, Henry and his and his family came. They're basically their dream is to own their own our own bit of land, so like uh, well earn up enough money working on the farm so they can move to somewhere and buy their own bit of land somewhere. And the main, the head of the the patriarch, uh, the head of that family is the same guy who plays Turk in the uh, Marvel. Cage, yeah, yeah. Daredevil, Daredevil. Just oh, James. So you're saying Turk from James no. <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> so imagine. Yeah, it kind of shows like these their interactions with each other, and obviously you know in time there where you know slavery hasn't been hasn't been abolished for that long, and you know uh, there's not many really rights of black people. Obviously, you know there's a part where um, uh, one of uh, what's his name? Ron Rondell. Ronzel. Ronzel. That's it. Ronzel. Rondell. Ronzel. Um, he enters the shop through the front door and then he tries to leave through the front door and then the load of white people come in like, no, you got to leave through the back door. Yeah. And um, they're like, oh, you know, over in Brussels, like you might have been able to use the yeah. front. And also, like Henry's dad lives with him, doesn't he? Yeah, he's the one. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, in also from... Battle Saul. Yeah, he's Mike from uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, very cool stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, and he's like really racist, isn't yeah, he? He's like racist. uses lots of racial epithets lots and um, yeah, and, and just like so that there's a point where uh, the, the the daughters get ill, and then like mm. she has to go and get the matriarch from the Jackson family, mm. and then the the grandfather. Yeah, which I did not recognise. Neither did I. Not gonna lie, neither did I. But then it was like, and then he's like, "Why are you having that in here? You know, yeah. you can't let her look after the kids." But it's, I thought it was really interesting, like because obviously the. The fact the black family are struggling, but when the white people call them for help, like they have to, mm. because I think doesn't Mary J. Blige say like, oh, I have to look after my kids, but if I don't look after the white kids, 
you know, it's going to impact yeah, my family. Exactly. Um, so what, she and, about, she, what she said about her, her own mum. Yeah. Said he'd never been around because she was looking after her, the, all, these, all these white kids, basically. And even when, like, the black father breaks his leg, oh, um, Henry's like, oh, well, you still need to get all your crops out, otherwise, yeah. you know, you're going to be fired. And yeah. he's like... And he, like, forced him to buy a horse off him or something? Yeah. Buy a mule off him so to get the work done quicker? And, like, Ronzel comes back from war and has to work the farm... Um, and I thought Jason Mitchell, who played Ronzel, was a really good act, like, mm. really good Strong. performance. Because mm. everyone's been talking about Mary J. Blige for, like, an Academy Award. She wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't she stand out. No, it was she like Mahershala Ali for, like, yeah. Moonlight. I thought, there I was thought, much uh, better performances in that. I thought, um, Turk, well, I don't know what the character's name, uh, Mr. Jackson. Mr. Jackson. I thought he was, he put in a great performance. Yeah, and Ronzel. And also, like, also, um, the Injustice in the End, where, like, because... Because Jamie and uh, Ronzel were friends, like the white community didn't like it, mm. and um, then they end up kind of. It takes a turn. Yeah, so it turns out like they. they so Ronzel fathers a child in Belgium with this German woman, uh, and then they find out, and they're like, oh, you're mixing races, and then they basically string him up and beat him, and they say to Jamie. It's KKK, by the way. Yeah, you can either cut his tongue out or cut his balls off. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what the fuck? And then and he cuts, cuts his tongue out, doesn't yeah, he? he chews his tongue. And then... Yeah. Jamie, Jamie uh, his friend, tries to tries to stop it. But basically, they string him up. They knock Jamie out. And they basically like, we're either going to kill him or they can cut his tongue and cut his balls. And, yeah. he, and he chews his tongue. Tongue and or balls, Chris? Tongue or balls? Tongue. I don't know, because then he goes and sees his kid and can't say anything to him. Which was quite heartbreaking. I think uh, in his was, situation, I think balls would be better than my situation, tongue. <laughs> so I'd like to have kids still yeah it's true it's and he's already got a kid Just so he doesn't really need him anymore yeah. Yeah. Wow. but like <laughs> I, I, did you enjoy it you yeah I did it? I did enjoy it I thought like the kind of build up was quite long mm. to like when you actually they actually go to war um, but I did enjoy it mm. I thought like it, it's a powerful film especially like you know considering things aren't that much better you mm. know nowadays I um, did guess did you did you think that you know the whole thing with um, with um, so what happens is um, basically uh, Pappy which is um, uh, Henry's dad Henry's dad uh, leads the whole all the KKK to uh, to get Ronzel and they attack him string up all the da, 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 oh, sorry and um, sorry <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, and Jamie is basically like you know understandably pissed off so basically and, he, and Jamie and uh, and Pappy didn't have a great relationship to begin with you can see that it's really evident throughout the film so he kill, he kills him yeah. he kills his dad so and then the end of the few so the, the start of um, the film is Jamie and Henry um, digging a grave and then they find out that it's a it's like raining and pouring, pissing down my brain and it's, they find out that it's like a slave um, it used to be a slave uh, burial ground burial, slave burial ground and he was like, oh, we can't bury our dad in this. So from then, you know that the dad's going to die, uh, basically. Yeah. Um, they can't bury our dad in this. He wouldn't stand for it, blah, blah, blah. So then they have to uh, uh, put him in a different spot. And basically, they can't lower the um, casket casket into the ground. And they need help. But they see Mr. Jackson and his family on a horse driving by. And he's like, oh, he calls him out saying, yeah, we need you to help you to lower our dad's body into the ground. And they obviously... Then you're then you'll be like oh, okay, and because like the uh, the Jacksons are quite hesitant to mm. get out of, to get out of the uh, 
the carriage and you're thinking that like, okay why but it obviously becomes evident throughout the film it's because the dad was responsible for their son being muted, mutilated I don't know what? Yeah. mutilated and um, yeah like, so like fuck kind off, of, yeah. Leave well it. no they do do it in the end because obviously in those days if they don't yeah, do yeah, it yeah. probably gonna die so. yeah I kind of wanted them not to do it though yeah. but yeah but then he was like I liked how he was like oh yeah it'd be, it'd be quicker if we get your boys to help us he's like no my children are not getting out of this yeah uh, I feel like this film has the commentary on kind of civil rights that I wanted Suburbicon to have. Mm. But you, oh no, you didn't see Suburbicon, did you? Suburbicon, but there's like, like none in there. You know, you see like the terrorization of this black family, mm. and there's just no consequences to it whatsoever. It's just used to mirror the escalation of violence. And I was like, you can't have something like that, you know, such a sensitive and current topic, and just treat it as as like background. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really liked. I liked it. I didn't like what one thing I didn't like was basically. Uh, Henry was kind of seemed to be a main the main character, but he wasn't really yeah. the main character. Like there wasn't he wasn't really involved that much, and also um, the wife gets with Jamie, and then we like one time, and then we don't really like don't <laughs> two really, time, <laughs> mm. two time, uh, and they don't really like develop anymore. They just get they just get with each other and then yeah. The film basically ends about five minutes later. Yeah. That's all right, you can do that. Yeah, I know, but I would like to see how that blossomed, you know? You just want sex, don't you? You just get oh, after watching the room. Then obviously, yeah. then obviously, like Jamie, <laughs> at the end of the film, <laughs> 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 at the end of the film, Jamie just like kind of like walks away and, you know, we assume that he's leaving and that's going to be it. But no, I really enjoyed the film. I thought it was very strong. Um, when was it made? This 2017, yeah. Mm-hmm. 2017. Good film. Was um, it not cinema released? No, Netflix. Um, yeah, Netflix thing. Although I think it is getting a LA release. Yeah, maybe so. Qualify. Yeah, I could see it. Maybe contending for something. For, I don't know what award. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to try and put Mary J. Blige up for Best Supporting Actress or something. Yeah. Like they should put Jason Mitchell up for Best Supporting Actor mm. or Best Actor. I don't know. Um, cool. Uh, we're almost running out of time and battery. But uh, I just want to mention, I was telling you about a TV show called The Sinner. Mm-hmm. I finished it. So weird, man. So like, yeah, so Jessica Biel plays Cora. She's a woman who, you know, in the first episode, stabs a man to death. Mm. And she claims not to know him. And anyway, and then this uh, policeman played by Bill Pullman uh, basically thinks there's more to it than that. Uh, but she pleads guilty. Um, and then he's like, basically tries to investigate why she killed this man. Mm. So anyway, throughout the eight episodes, uh, it turns out that... I mean, there was a period where that she was uh, missing for two months and she doesn't have any recollection of it. And she thought she was a drag addict. She's got all these needles, like scars in her arm. Uh, anyway, so it turns out that... I'll just basically do it linearly. When she was younger, she had a sister who was really ill and could never go out of the house. Because, you know, she was really weak. Anyway, unlike her sisters, it was like 4th of July and her sister was like 19. And they, she took her to a bar and like her sister always liked hearing about uh, Cora's sex stories because they're a very like prudish family. Like the mother was like, you know, save seven Hail Marys and if you read Heat magazine, then you're a slut. Um, but so like the sister would always be like, oh, you know, do you, do you kiss him? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You do that all the time. What? <laughs> I remember that. It reminded me when we talked about, sorry, to quick interrupt you, when we talked about Happy Death Day, and you said that you paraphrased that one of the girls said, oh yeah, if you eat chips, you're a slag. 
no, no. Um, yeah, so, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, Cora takes her sister to a bar. They get talking to... Like, they go back to this social club. Her sister starts having sex for the first time with this guy. Um, but then, because she's got such a weak heart, she dies. Oh, um, at, this t- at this point, like, Cora is high on drugs and is basically having a threesome with these guys. Um, and then the guy who accidentally kills her sister is, like, trying to do CPR on her, but because her bones are so brittle, ends up crushing her ribcage and, like, she dies. And then that, this, all this cover-up. So the guy who killed her sister, um, they bury her and, and then they keep Cora uh, uh, hostage and, like, the dad's, like, a, a doctor, so he keeps, like, feeding her some sort of drug and keeps saying to her, like, what do you remember about the incident? It's, like, to try and make her forget. And then, Jesus, then she wakes up. Really but the music that was playing when her sister died is playing at the beach when she ends up stabbing this guy to death. Because uh, right. that's the guy she stabs to death she just didn't remember him. Um, Did she so, stab to death the guy who killed her sister? Yeah, okay, but she fine. didn't know it at the time. Oh, okay. um, so it was an interesting series. So yeah, I mean, the first episode is obviously like, you don't know what the yeah. fuck's going on, but there is that an actual story to it. I thought, after, I thought that was going to be the start of the story. And you're just no. like, well, where's this going to go from? Well, it is the start <laughs> of the story, but it's also the end of the story. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really interesting, but there was a lot of things in it, and I was like, that's really tangential. Like, mm. well, the way the police... Really what? Tangential, like, small kind of connections that they make. Right. Um, and, like, the, the policeman will, will figure out something uh, based on... I don't know. I'm like, have I missed something? Like, um, it was interesting, but it was a bit kind of haphazard. Mm. And it was also really weird. So, like, the sister who's ill, when she, she asks Cora, like, oh, yeah, so, you know, do you kiss with tongues and stuff? She's like, yeah. She's like, oh, can you show me how to French kiss? And they end up kissing. And then she's like, oh, what else does he do to you? And she fingers her sister. And I was just like... I've seen that video. <laughs> God. And I was just watching it. I was like, That's why, is this, <laughs> why is this happening? Like, this is really, really weird. <laughs> anyway, you, you, you lot probably like it, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know you read Heat Magazine, you slut. <laughs> but yeah, just want to mention that. And I've started watching a film called Single White Female, which was from the 90s. Okay. Um, shout out Lauren, she was like, you never mention anything that I like listening, that I like watching. So, we, we where are you up to on Mindhunter? Tell me. You oh, finished it. Nice. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, yeah, it was good. I feel like it was quite arrogant of them to basically spend the whole series setting up series two. Yeah. I felt quite pissed off about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was interesting, but... Yeah, it was a bit arrogant. What about Jumanji? Do you want to talk about it quickly? Like, oh, got, yeah. You've got 4% of quick, the battery to do yeah. Actually, less, because I've got to press the stop button. Fair enough. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys thought maybe that a Jumanji reboot or, you know, sequel... I thought that was going to be funny. ...would be kind of crap. I thought it would be kind of crap, because obviously I really... I think I it really looks in, like a good really idea, in, so, like, not like a usual sequel where it's following the same yeah. story, but this is totally like... I thought yeah. the trailer looked terrible, to be fair. So, yeah... I, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, I really liked the first film, so I was, think, I was kind of going into a bit, you know, like, bit think I was quite wary about yeah, it, yeah. yeah. A bit wary, like, thinking, oh, this might be a bit crap. But, pleasantly surprised, the film is actually quite good, I think, anyway. I feel like the film was basically made by the chemistry between, you know, the four characters. Yeah. They spend, like, the first maybe 15 minutes uh, kind of, like, working on the traits of, you know, the four, the kids, basically. And then, when they transformed into the game... Um, the obviously The Rock, uh, Kevin Hart, whatever her name Karen, is, Karen, Karen, and Jack Black, um, <clears throat> they all do really well to kind of 
portray the characters that Jack they're supposed Black to be. Play he some... does, but it doesn't get old. I feel like really? it, I feel like I feel I feel like it doesn't get old. Oh, I, I, I quite I, I enjoyed it. I can't wait to watch it. He did well. I feel like the chemistry obviously the chemistry between the Rock and uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart is yeah. always strong. Always makes the film good. But the chemistry between all four of them is really good. There was loads of like for me like really funny comments and moments and like laugh out loud moments. Okay. Um, what about Nick Jonas? Was Nick Jones was good too. Yeah. yeah, Nick Jones was good too. Sounds like it's got over seal of approval. Yeah, so it justified its existence. It was. I actually think that I underrate both Kevin Hart and uh, The Rock as actors. Okay. I feel like they are better actors than I give them credit for. Well, they're not and really I'm... actors. I mean, The Rock was uh, but, well, a wrestler. <laughs> he was a wrestler. And Kevin Hart's a stand-up comedian. Isn't yeah. Right, right, right. right, right. right. <laughs> would, the thing is, this thing, I would love to see them, because obviously they're, the, Rock's, the Rock is The Rock. He's like this really like confident, you know, whatever yeah, guy yeah. outside of films. But in the film, he's portraying this guy who's a nerd and he's like really geeky and really okay. insecure. And he does really well to do that. Obviously, like he looks from <laughs> there's this point where like um, he like walks away looking obviously looking like you know bare muscly and like confident. And then like behind him's like oh don't cry don't cry don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really funny. And obviously um, Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. You know he's obviously he's always going to be comedic. They gave him a lot of spoken. They gave there they gave him a lot of like you know the comedy lines. And yeah. which he pulled which he pulled off the majority of them. To be fair, there was one woman behind me who was literally laughing at everything Kevin Hart said. It was like when we went to see Thor and behind us was laughing at everything. But yeah, he was really good. But there was a moment where Kevin Hart did a really serious, like maybe like 20 second little speech about like, the sort of person that you want to be. And then I was like, oh, this is really good. And then he just followed it up with like a joke. And I was just like, I was just like, I would have seen him do, I would have seen both him and The Rock do more serious films just to yeah, see if they could pull it off. Because I feel like if they tried, they could branch into that sort of... yeah. You know, area. That's but the problem with comics. No. I think. I think. The Rock has done some serious ones. I, I think. Serious, I don't know. Though. I haven't seen any of them. Fair. But I feel like they're quite typecast because obviously, like, I think, yeah. like the the Rock. Yeah, I mean, is huge. <laughs> like, I feel like huge people, people, or small people, like Kevin Hart. They can't. They're not really cast to play serious ones. Right, well, like because when you like get hard, and it's like yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like because of the way they are in outside life and obviously physically, I feel like they're never going to be cast to play serious, yeah, yeah. Play yeah. serious characters. And the trouble with comic actors is when they're in serious films, you always just think they're funny. Yeah, but but I would have. To, I think uh, that's yeah. That was, it was a good film. Uh, the villain was proper shit, but I kind of get it. I do like the way they kind of integrated the video game aspect of it into the. It could be like a so it's. Oh, do you think it works as a standalone film if you have never seen the? Yeah, Because yeah, it is yeah. like Definitely does. totally different. Did I reference it? There's a few. Yeah, there's three or four Little Easter eggs to the first film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I bought the old one on DVD to rewatch before. Oh, nice. I thought oh, I thought like, maybe I want to watch the first one to be fair. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fuck. Unless it was only on the Netflix when I was in Croatia. Because Netflix changes as you go different places. Netflix in Croatia? Yeah, mate, I was watching Jumanji, remember? I was in the tent. I watched Jumanji. He was preoccupied. I also, like you're saying, you got halfway through a film, I got halfway through the circle. Okay. So that'll be one that I'll I will finish. be re- I will be continuing single white female though because it was quite interesting and okay. it's about this... no, I'll, no I'll be continuing the circle. Just... Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, single white female is about this single white female who basically this woman is lives in the flat of a boyfriend. He cheats on her with his ex wife. Then she wants to get a roommate and then she ends up getting back together with her boyfriend and has to kick the roommate out. And then the roommate I think is basically she's really odd. She's like I think she takes her identity. Um, but I'm about halfway through it. You're a thriller. Yeah. See, coach, watch comedy. See, I'm watching something completely different to you. It's the circle. It's like this company, and they basically want social media to be active, like everywhere, not like, to have no privacy for anyone. And so, like, they 
Uh, Tom Hanks's company have made these little cameras that you can you can barely see, but he's planted them like everywhere. And then um, Emma Watson's character has like she's the main character in it, and she decides to do she doesn't like the idea of it to begin with, but then she like immerses herself in the job, and she's like proper techie and everything, and they're like all for like friendship and like for becoming part of society and groups and stuff, like not weird groups like kayaking and stuff like that, and uh, basically. Uh, John Boyega's character is like the owner of it all, but he's like, he doesn't like, he doesn't, he's not active part of it anymore because he doesn't like what they're doing and he's trying to like kind of, you almost get that idea that he wants to take it down. And then Emma Watson's character, you feel like she agrees with him and then she does the complete opposite and she just wears this camera like 24 7, like to prove to everyone that she's going to do this thing. And then that's where it stopped for me. Like, her. I'm up to a point where her parents have haven't spoke to her in a few weeks, and I think it's because she, when she was recording, she has cameras all around the house because her dad has some disability, and she <laughs> she went into she went into camera in their bedroom. Bit bizarre, they have a camera in the bedroom mm. where her mum is because he obviously can't he this guy can't use his legs, so she's like pumping his penis to get ready to have sex, and she's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and like <laughs> instead of covering the camera, she's like. And like every and like yeah, so everyone's like social media can talk about it and stuff, and obviously yeah. But you said it was like a didn't you say it was terrible? Well, you, to begin with, you don't really understand what she got like. I uh, maybe I I'm sure because I was sitting downstairs, I had nothing with me, I was watching it, and I didn't understand where it was going to begin with. Like it was just she got this job for a mutual friend, and she had to get this rating of a hundred percent on this on this profile, and I was like, right, okay. So what 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 exactly is this? Mm. And then like she can't quite get the 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 percentage, and then all of a sudden Tom Hanks shows us this camera, and you're like, right, okay, where's this going? And then all of a sudden she becomes better at her job, and then and then it stems from there. And then the only start you time you start right really getting into groups with it is when you f- figure out who John Boyega's character is. Okay. But yeah, it's a well. We'll see. We'll see. Fair enough. Well, your phone hangs out on 4% for quite a while. Mm. Um, but I guess that'll be it for this week. Next week, I guess you talk about The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, those of us who are here, you're not here. Blame. So. Yeah. So no yeah. DC. Yeah. No Ollie. No Lord of the Rings. Exactly. No yeah. Hobbit. We're here on bullshit anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I won't hear your fucking superhero so. <laughs> She even brings it up. Yeah, you brought up at least twice in this in today's conversation. Because so. I watched a fucking film on it. Exactly. So what's your beef? Oh, you. No. What's beef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Anyway, on that bombshell, uh, <laughs> tune in next week. Thank you for listening. You can uh, tweet us at YSC Podcast Seventeen. We're on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud under Your Average Critics. Do share our content. Uh, leave us a five star review and all that jazz. Jeez.